0: Welcome to the U-School Podcast, where we believe inside of everybody there is a great story waiting to be discovered and lived. This is the show where we guide you on your journey in discovering what your story could be. It's your life. Don't let anybody else write it. Hey everybody, this is Scott Schimmel. I am the chief guide with the U-School and... Today, we've got literally my favorite U-School guide, which, by the way, I tell everybody that comes on the show. His name is Drake Fages, and Drake Fages is the director of our athletic program.
1: Drake, welcome to the podcast. Oh, man, I'm, I'm stoked. This is Are awesome. you? I am. Are you sure? I am. I am. I got so much to say. You're, you sound a little reluctant. No, oh, no, I'm... I'm locked and loaded, man. Watch okay. it out.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Drake, if if um, for those of you who don't know, is not only the director of our athletic program, but is quite a prolific athlete. He is a self-described jock, which is no knock on his intelligence, but is a huge compliment on his athletic ability. And so, um, Drake, we're going to run through a conversation around your work with athletes with U-School. But also your experience as an athlete, and um, you know, one thing I've known you for a couple of years now. I don't, I don't know, I don't know the answer to this question. When, when you were little, uh, w- like, w- what was the first time you thought to yourself, maybe I could become a professional baseball player when I get older? What was there a moment? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I. What's strange enough that I do. I, when I was when I was twelve. 11 or 12 years old, I was playing Little League, and I was, I was one of the bigger kids. So uh, I think I had a little bit of advantage. But uh, there was an article written in the local newspaper about our all-star team. And literally, it was like a three-page spread on our team, but it was mostly about me. And <laughs> I rem- yeah, And I remember doing an interview with a guy – uh, for the press enterprise Enterprise uh, in the Inland Empire here in uh, California. And, yeah, it came out, and it was just highlighting uh, me as an athlete, and I remember my mom sitting down and having me read it and cutting out, like, 16 to 20, 25 different newspapers, all the same article. collecting Yeah, I, and I was just cleaning out a box uh, of, like, things my mom and dad kept for me. And I saw this article and there was about six of them in there. And I was like, man. And so maybe Dude, yeah, I think it was how old were you? I was in Little League. So was, I think it was going into I think it was going into my twelve year old all star. So yeah, twelve years old, having everybody in the county read an article about some over kind of chubby kid with leadership skills. I'm not sure. I don't know what happened, but I think I remember right you were a stud. The big Bambino, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Did you, so from that article, did you start, was it like, dude, I'm going to be a professional baseball player. This is, this is happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. From that, from that article, I had a choice. My parents kind of sat down and said, Hey, you know, there's a couple different options. This was like the birth of travel baseball. Okay. Uh, when I was 11 and 12 and they gave me a choice. You could either play uh, ice hockey and, and go that route. Or you could play travel baseball. And so I think the article pushed me into this mindset of, Hey, you know, one, all my friends did it. So I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. But then it was actually like, Hey, this is something I could do. And I started dreaming about, you know, potentially going. And there were some guys in the local high school where my dad taught out, taught at that. We're going to Cal State Fullerton and some of these cool things, hmm. and I was like, "Man, I think I could, I think I could play baseball forever." And so you start picturing signing autographs <laughs> and playing at Dodger Stadium, and, oh, yeah. and at the time, Qualcomm was still down in San Diego was still the the place to go, the closest place for our family to go see a game. So you start picturing yourself playing with guys like that, and uh, yeah, it sparks it sparks a lot for sure.
0: So what did what did that do for your life? Like what, obviously you started to play a lot, travel ball into high school. Uh, like what, as you look back, how did it impact your life, your friendships, your school, your academics work? I assume you didn't work because you were playing baseball when you were in high school. How did it impact you?
1: Yeah. Uh, interesting enough, I grew up going to uh, a private school where my dad was, um, the principal of the school and it was through middle school, elementary, middle school. When I got to high school uh, I ended up moving high schools because of baseball Hmm. where the team, the the school across the fence from our school our private school uh, had a good baseball program. And so I, I left where I was comfortable. I left uh, my friends that I grew up with to play sports. I think it shaped a lot of my friends now. I think I still am like really close with two, three guys that I played growing up, Hmm. all the way from elementary school, all the way through. Um, But I think that's general for a lot of sports. Um, Mm -hmm. I think sports is a big uh, relationship connector. It's an easy thing for guys to talk about if they have played sports. Yeah. Uh, It's an easy piece to say and kind of live the glory days or even just understanding as you're sitting there having a beer, uh, watching a game, you have stuff to relate to and talk uh-huh. to because you've lived these certain lives. Um, so it did, it did a lot. It took my time was based around that summer's spring. I never had a spring break, huh. uh, because it was always a baseball tournament. Uh-huh. Uh, my friends were really filtered through who I was spending the most time with, which is are your teammates and, uh-huh. and people who liked that sport. So, uh, it did a lot. Hmm. did a lot for me growing up even from you know 13 years old on there's always weekends where we travel baseball and uh if you weren't playing baseball you're playing basketball but then when you had your basketball game that next Sunday you had a baseball game so it yeah. was it was everything in between always there
0: i know most people would assume and and rightfully so that, that playing sports especially for kids is is a really positive it's a really positive thing obviously you know it's it's better than playing most people would say it's better than staying home, playing video games. that's better than outselling crack on the street corner. Yeah, uh, it helps you to be healthy. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it is. It's depending on how much money you're making. Yeah, that's true. What, from your perspective, what good does playing sports do? What did it do for you? What good did it do for you? What, and then generally, what, what good does playing sports do for athletes?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing that came to my mind is that when you are on a team at whatever level – and and you probably see this in your kids being young, Yeah, they're dealing with a bunch of different types of people. So socially it helps you. There's there's things that go into it when you are with a certain amount of people or types of people for X amount of hours throughout the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you deal with a bunch of different people. You see parents, you see different parents, you get to know them, you get to know their families, that kind of thing. Uh, But it really is seeing where you fit. Your personality gets shaped different things like that but i think your personality is being shaped through like how you compete and you actually get a chance to actually see a tangible a tangible result to how you either prepare for something or the way you approach the sport or the game i remember my dad always telling me go out and have fun hmm. but it's really hard to have fun when you're constantly uh, thinking about your next at bat or what yeah. you did wrong or right. Yeah, And so it, it taught you to kind of sit back and think through exactly how you were to manage the game or manage your posture within the game of, of fun or competition. Huh. And then and I think the thing that I would take the most from it, which I, I, I am not comfortable with it still, but you learn how to fail. In hmm. a in a spot that is so unimportant in hmm. the long run. Yeah, uh, I got chances to strike out and make errors and throw interceptions. Yeah. Uh, when I played, um, you know, a bunch of different things go into it. But I think it gives you a position and a posture to fail huh. and to fail the wrong way and then fail the right way and huh. how you attack that and. And I still use that. I think that's a huge piece to what uh, a lot of parents these days don't want their kids to experience. It's always a pick-me-up, it's okay, here's a medal type of approach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rescue from failure. Yeah, kids need to fail. And Mm -hmm. sports is a great way to show them how uh, and to learn from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It reminds reminds me, I'm I'm coaching my daughter's softball team right now, and she's nine years old. So I've just noticed there's a couple – of the girls that when they strike out, or not even when they strike out for sure, when they strike out, but also when they hit a ball hard and someone else catches it, that, that it, I mean, it, it's like tragedy to them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they're going to have to learn for the next few years. You're like not, not that you can't cry every single time you strike out cause you can, but it's yeah. just not going to be that effective or productive Yeah, over the long run. Um, so with this idea of you looking back at, high school, going into college, you had this um, emerging vision for your life that you're going to be a professional baseball player. And obviously, from what I have heard about your past, that um, that made sense based on your record and your statistics and what coaches were telling you. So you had this really big belief about your future. Uh, what? And I think there's a, quite a bit of athletes like that, it's high school athletes thinking yeah. about getting a college scholarship, obviously college athletes think about uh, going professionally or maybe perhaps down like the Olympic route. What, so believing in something big, what, what did that do for you?
1: Yeah, I think the basis of believing in something big or something that's outside of you and yourself, it's, it gave me a drive to accomplish something when it was hard. You know, if you have hmm. this vision of of what you could be, yeah. uh, you believe in something big about the world or about you in the world, and what that really lines up for people differently. But it's it, it really is belief is a driving force for when mm-hmm. things don't go well. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to believe in something when you're squaring up the baseball, or it seems like the game's really easy to you, or your relationships and your friends are, are, are clicking and things Hmm. are good. It's really easy to say, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. I I love this. Like I, I, I trust it. I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm jiving in it. Um, but when things aren't good, Hmm. what is it that's going to constantly sit there and hold your mind in the right space? Uh, that's what it did for me. I think that when you believe in something, belief and define belief. I think it. I think it reaps and reeks of confidence. I think uh-huh. when you trust that something is true, and you and you know that because you've made your mind up about it, uh, it only gives you more reason to do something and accomplish something. Yeah. And whether that's your belief in someone like a spouse or a teammate, or if you're coaching somebody, your belief in them is only telling them. Like, here you go. Like, here's confidence. Mm -hmm. Take it. Do it. Um, That's, I think that's what's gotten me through a lot of things in my marriage and in my friendships. It's Hmm. when they believe that you are bigger and better than what you do at times. Yeah. uh, Good things happen. You see results. You see it taking place and you get surprised just because of belief in that person or that thing. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well,
0: I know it's not all a happy ending necessarily for you. Um, no. What happens with your baseball career? Tell us about the.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking from Dodger Stadium right now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was interesting. I, I I went to school. I, I had a, a fun uh, college career playing baseball, and it was uh, a couple day following a great season, um, winning whatever awards that you can. Being lucky enough to get those and honored to do that, uh, I was playing baseball uh, a couple days before the MLB draft, mm-hmm. and uh, I took a swing, and fluke fluke incident, I ended up uh, fracturing three vertebrae in my back, uh, a bulging disc, and from there... Uh, that storyline kind of ended. Huh. It was uh, it was a swing. I actually hit the ball, which I'm really proud of. <laughs> uh, so everybody, I hope it went look. far. If you broke it, your back, it was far. It went far. It went off the base of the wall, uh, but it was a bang bang play at first base because I kind of spun off of it and kind of stumbled to first mm-hmm. because I needed to get that stat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a bang-bang play. I just got stuck hovering over the base. And as I was walking, be helped off the field, huh. uh, went to lay down in our team room. Um, I knew that there was something that said, uh, things are about to change for you dramatically. Huh. Uh, when, I tasted, when I tasted the goal, the goal was to, in my mind, uh, of course you want to make it to the major leagues. Of course you want to be on TV and do these amazing things. Uh, my goal was to get paid to play baseball, uh, to get a paycheck. And if that paycheck was big, heck yeah. If Mm -hmm. it was something small, like that would be amazing. Uh, and I was right there and it ended. And what's interesting is that although that story is dramatic and there's some, there's some crazy like, Oh my gosh, that sucks. Drake factor, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that is everybody's story uh, whether it's an injury, whether it's just how time has ran out on you, whether you've been playing for years Hmm. and all of a sudden you get a neck surgery and you can't throw a football as good as you did anymore. Hmm. Uh, your, your story ends, your sport life ends. And, uh, sometimes it's faster than you think, but Hmm. other times it's, it's moving and slowly progressing into this fall off of Hey this is no longer what you're supposed to be or can be doing now. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where my story went. It, it ended abruptly uh, and quickly, um, which, which really took me into a, took me into a different state of mind. Um, I think looking, at, looking back on that and seeing how that's kind of impacted me and impacted where I've gone from there or where I went from mm-hmm. then, yeah. uh, it put me into a scramble of reassessment okay well my major isn't really setting me up to do something that I really want to it was a quick way to graduate yeah were you even uh, thinking about have, that or was there even in a no, in the back of your mind no, a backup plan no I, t- I took uh I'm so I'm so mad at myself <laughs> for it but I decided to pick a major uh based on how fast to graduate mm-hmm. and um I was doing a uh, internship uh, with, uh, criminal justice minor and hmm. emphasis. And I, uh, I, I saw taking the movie, take it one time and I wanted to bust wow. people doing sex trafficking. Wow. And I realized I'm not tough. I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd be very good at it. <laughs> uh, and so I was in a, I was in a career path based on my major that just made zero sense. Hmm. And, uh, So I had to reevaluate, I had to figure out what exactly I could do. And so I, I jumped into the one thing that people have always told me I was good at. And that was sales, Hmm. jumping into a, a medical sales life, a career, uh, because one, it was in sports medicine, which I thought you were hanging out with athletes all the time. Yeah, And then two, it was sales and I could talk to people. So I did that, um, so I graduated on a Friday. I moved to San Diego on a Saturday and I started working on Monday. because wow. that what cuz that's what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. What do you if you could look, if you look back, go back, let's let's say in time have a conversation with you 13 14 15 like do you wish you'd done things differently? Do you wish you had thought about things differently? Like what what kind of advice would you give yourself?
1: you know, I was having a conversation the other day with, uh, with a high school, a high school kid. Um, and, and he asked me that same question. He said, hmm. well, what, what could you have done differently? Cause things have gotten a little sour for him mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. And, um, I said, I would have had more conversations with people about it. And it wouldn't necessarily have been, Hey, what do you think I'd be good at in life? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more like, what am I going to stand for or stand against? What are the things that I hold true to myself that are specific to me? Uh, what aspects of the sport do you really, really enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? Like, is it the competition? Is it the camaraderie? Is it the limelight? Is it the uh, kind of the the overall ambition of doing something great hmm. in a field? You know, I wish I would have taken a step back and had conversation with people who have walked that path before or who had my best interest. Um, yeah. And, and a lot of the time, uh, and this is no knock on my parents because I love them and they're great. Uh, but it would have been nice to do it with somebody else. Yeah. Somebody right. else who, Not your parents. Yeah. Someone else who wasn't like, you know, Drakey, you're going to be great. And right. Whatever you do, right. you know, right. somebody who, who could have been real Um, but Hmm. actually I think given a a space to, uh, just have conversations about it Mm -hmm. with peers, with my friends, I didn't know what questions to ask. I ended up going to a college because my best friend was going to that college and playing baseball. And so I decided to go there too. Hmm. Um, it was, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you don't have to think about or talk about it. So you don't.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Kind of a sad story. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bummed out, but yeah. it's uh, your story isn't over. What? Tell us about what you're doing now with U School. Yeah. Obviously, I know, but for the listeners, like, what I do you do for you know. U School? I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you do most of the days, but <laughs> generally speaking, uh, golf.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. So. What I'm doing now, what I do now is I work with athletes or I work with people who are involved in athletes' lives to help them start thinking about life. And it's not necessarily life outside of sport. It's life now, Hmm. inside and outside. Uh, It's giving them the proper drills or tools that they need to think through who they are, where they're going, Hmm. why. What is it about you that makes you you? Mm-hmm. And what about you makes you great at what you're doing now, mm-hmm. but what about what you're doing now will translate or won't translate? What is the, the hardware, the core of who you are? Uh, we call it in our language, the soul of the athlete. Yeah. Uh, we've paid so much attention to the physical and the mental side, the nutritional side of sports. But we haven't catered to the part of the athlete that doesn't change, that is with them as they play and as their sport ends and then into life. We hmm. cater to the soul and we look at your values, your principles, what it is to be you in this step. And, and in that, the, if you are lucky enough to progress in your sport, if you are lucky enough to get into an elite category, where there is more attention, where there is more dollars, where there is more accolades to be had, uh, you get more pressure and you get more stress and you get more kind of fogginess to life's decisions because you don't have to think about life in the way that I do now, that I did then. You don't have to think about your future as intently as you will in a couple years or in a couple months. So we help athletes think through themselves in a real organic, uh, in a, in a, in an easy way, giving them a chance to sit, think through questions that I wish I would have had done before about themselves, about their friends. What about those people do you need and don't need to succeed in life? Uh, And you'll see that, one, your passion for your sport grows hmm. because you recognize it and you see why you're good at it and why why you thrive in it. Um, but you also see every other area of your life, your decision-making, your relationships, the different roles that you play that you probably haven't really poured huh. as much time or energy into that you have your sport and your player role. Um, you see just other areas of your life discover clarity and that's a really great space to live because when i i picture it uh when i walk through uh on deck routine as mm-hmm. i'm going up to the plate and i stand in the box and i know that this picture is screwed <laughs> If I could feel, I've actually I, never had that feeling before. But go ahead. It's <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a it's a pretty good feeling. <laughs> uh, if I know that what I've done in preparation to this moment has been true and has been right, uh, life is good. Yeah. And if I could take that mindset or I could take that approach and mm-hmm, that preparation, clarity, that clarity into my everyday life, mm-hmm. off the field, right, then. What do you get? You get a life that's fulfilling. You get a life and a definition of success and happiness that doesn't waver. Uh, and when it does and you feel like life is hard and you're gr- drugging through and kind of grinding through mm-hmm. the day-to-day of life outside of sport, you get to look back and say, no, I'm, I have this idea of what I am. Mm-hmm. I have this idea of what I believe in and I know it's going to be great. I just, yeah. to keep, I just have to keep moving. So this is for high school athletes, college athletes, pro, I mean. Yeah. I mean, this stems from your youth sports, working with coaches, Mm -hmm. working with parents of those athletes, even doing some small programming with actual uh, youth sports. Yeah. And and then within their team circles, but all the way up through college, uh, high school, college working into uh, elite sports, working with some of the ACE programming within the United States Olympic Committee. It's, it's for all ages, whether you've just started out in this vision, this belief that you could be something great to uh, the person who has sat, trained, one, uh, accomplished what they wanted to, and now they're moving into the next chapter, now or 10 years ago. This is for you. It's for you to think through who you are, give you some clarity around what it is that makes your sport amazing. and What makes you amazing? Uh, that's, that's who we work with.
0: Well, Drake, I love the Dodgers and yes. I would have loved to cheer for you. Uh, if you were batting fourth, batting cleanup today, Yeah, they're doing,
1: they're doing, all right. yeah. they're doing all right. Yeah.
0: But uh, I'm glad you're on our team. Cause yeah, it's it weird for you now.
1: That's great. It's great. Thanks pal.
0: Well, we appreciate you having on the show. Thanks for what you're doing with athletes and uh, for those of you who want to hear more about what Drake is up to, go to our website, theuschool.com. You'll get to hear, see what he's up to with athletic programs and how you guys can get plugged in. So thanks, Drake. Yeah, man. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining us on the u School podcast. You can find other episodes like this one, as well as a bunch of other free resources for students, parents, schools, athletes, and veterans on our website, theuschool.com. Remember, It's your story. Don't let anybody else write it.